What is up? DGA efforts. Thanks for tuning in today. We are talking all about the fear of starting something in your life that is going to help you grow, help you become the best version of you, and why we don't start those things. Yeah, it's like, sounds all great. Like, why would somebody not start something that's going to be good for them? Well, a lot of people do that. Yeah. And just health and fitness, boom, right then and there. Right. That's the number one thing that comes to my brain. Starting a business. Yep. Getting out of your comfort zone, making changes, starting a family. Starting a family. We talked about that in the episode. We have lots of good tidbits coming yes. your way. So <laughs> basically, we talked about three different types of fears that will hold you back from, from starting these things in your life. So the first one is the fear of the unknown. And just if you take that leap of faith, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, not knowing what's coming your way. What are the challenges that I'm going to have to face? Am I going to be able to overcome them? How do I do it? Because you don't know what challenges you're going to face. Mm-hmm. You just freaking face them when they get there. Right, right. And you figure like it out. Like a boss. You figure it out. <laughs> like a boss. Like a boss. <laughs> Second kind of fear is the fear of failure. And I think really the fear of perfectionism goes into that too. Because mm-hmm. if you are afraid you're going to fail at something or that you won't do it perfectly, a lot of times we put off starting it. Yep. And I think fear of failure just basically means like you think that you are perfect because you're never going to make a mistake. I mean, you have to make a mistake. That's, when you start something, you have to because that's the only way you're going to learn and grow. That is the only way. Only way. Then the third thing is fear of other people's opinions. Lord God. Like yeah. people's opinions. Just... Yeah. Can get you every time. They can. And, you know, I think we need to keep in mind that what Rachel Hollis says is other people's opinions are none of your business. Absolutely none. And mm-hmm. the fact, I don't think this was Rachel Hollis, but someone, some wise some, some friend person, somewhere yeah. said other people's opinions don't pay your bills. Very true. And I wish they did at some point because I would be rich and have no mortgage. So that would be great. Yeah, we get a lot of opinions over yes. here. So speaking of opinions, don't forget to share your positive opinions with us. Yeah. Or negative ones, whatever yeah, you want to do. Either one, whatever. But uh, take a screenshot of this episode and we want you to tag us on your social media. So I'm at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And I'm at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. Um, and don't forget to subscribe and write us a review either on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, however you are listening. Yep. And remember, we're writing, I can't talk. Remember, we're writing, writing, what is wrong with me? Your, my tongue. Your my tongue. tongue. Your writing tongue. us a review. <laughs> we can't just say your tongue. Her tongue is oh, half okay. numb. Yeah. And she's having some major struggles with that today. some struggles today, you guys. Um, but writing as a review actually uh, rates us higher on iTunes so that, you know, if people are looking for this kind of advice, when they search it, our podcast will pop up. So it's really important that we get right as a review or subscribe and things yep. like that. Yep. And we are really close to giving away a gratitude journal mm-hmm. because we are close to 100 subscribers. So close. Yes. I mean, we might even be there. We, we have to check. We will. So yeah. we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. But cannot wait to hear what you think of this episode. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good. The bad. The The ugly. And everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer. Like, don't give a bleep. 
or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the ladder if you're not already there. When we were trying to decide what we wanted our next episode to be about, we really kind of dug into the conversations that we've been having with people lately, just you know, on social media and even in real life. And I think we both came to the conclusion that a lot of people are putting off starting something that they know will be good for them because of some type of fear. Yes. Whether it's rational or irrational, or sometimes I think you even rationalize this fear in your own head. (laughs) Yes. You're just like, no, this is definitely scary. And this is why I'm not doing this. And it doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. If you said it out loud. Can you give us a time in your life that you kind of held back doing something because you were afraid? Oh my gosh. So many examples I could probably give you. Um, I don't like, I had a fear of starting this podcast first off. I mean, I've always wanted to. And then that was like scary in terms of just like, how do you do it? How do I start? And then you start thinking of all the the things that would lead up to actually starting something like this and it overwhelms you. So you almost freeze in your tracks and you stop or I've stopped um, just like exercise things, fitness stuff, just in terms like I have this fear that I'm going to not finish it or something's going to happen in the middle of it. Like, my friend's birthday party is going to pop up in the middle. It's like, why would I start something now? Like there was Mm -hmm. always some reason as to why that timing wasn't correct. And you're never going to have the perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Like that's just not how life works. No, never. Because what's going to happen? And me and my husband, actually, this is so funny. This is actually my best example. (laughs) And it just came to my head. Oh boy. Um, Nick and I want to have another baby, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I had postpartum depression pretty bad. So it's a huge fear of mine. I want another baby so bad because I know that that for me was temporary and I can get through it. Right. But I'm still scared. I mean, you know, ultimately. So my husband's like, you know, when should we start trying? I'm like, well, we can't start trying now because we have a concert in like a couple weeks and I want to have some beer and we can't, we can't start now because we're going on vacation. Remember? And like, I want to have margaritas while I'm there. He's like, Lauren, you are going to have some excuse as to why we can't start trying now because you have some of that. He's like, we're going to have events for the rest of our freaking lives. So there's no reason, you know, I was in my head like, well, there'll be a time where I'm like not doing all of these things. <laughs> like you, like you have to schedule out nine months to not. Yeah. Drink. Like, sorry guys, I can't hang out with you because I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be okay. No, I know. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You're just like, oh, it's not the right time right now. And my husband's like, Lauren, there's literally never going to be a right time for no. this. So, no. and, and you know what I do is like, I know in terms of work and mm-hmm. even in terms of when I used to teach fourth and fifth grade and I used to, to grade papers. I mean, let's be real. Grading it's is awful. Is not a fun, <laughs> so bad, not a fun activity. Ugh. Um, but I would get in my head and be like very all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, If I can't dedicate four and a half hours to grade all 137 of these math tests and all 42 essays, then I'm just not going to grade. And then things pile up and pile up and pile up. 
And I would get so mad at myself because I it, like I could rationalize the fact that if I would just take five at a time home mm-hmm. and do five, I would be done. Oh, for sure. In like three days. Like it would not – well, that was terrible math, by the way. But It's all right. But you get the point. But chunking things away, like that obviously would be a much better way to go about things. And I never did it. Yeah. I never did it. I would do that to myself every single time. And then I'd be so overwhelmed and I would have to spend the entire weekend – doing nothing but grading because I, and, and I would take like giant stacks home with me every single night. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I used to do the same thing. Like the beginning of my teaching career, I would do the same exact thing. Like I had to grade everything at once. Now it's different. I grade like one page of the test and then the next day I'll grade the next page of the test. I've kind of figured mm-hmm. that out. But like, I, I think our, our point with this example is that would be one big fear is like you just get overwhelmed by all the the little tiny tasks that it takes to get to that one big thing that you're looking for. And so with all of those tasks and and responsibilities that you have to do kind of jammed into one, it seems almost impossible. Yeah. But that's why we have to realize, no, you're just starting. Mm-hmm. You're just starting with like one little thing. And with with fitness and nutrition, I have a lot of girls who don't commit right away because they're like, well, I can't give up every food that I love. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I'm going to send them our podcast from last week with the 80, don't have to do that anyways, the 80, 20 (laughs) rule, but you don't have to do that anyway. And I think that they get so in their heads, like, okay, I can't be perfect at this. So I'm not going to do anything. Right. And that's worse. It's like, why not go in it with a mindset of, yeah, I might not be perfect at this journey, but I'm going to be way far ahead than I am currently in this situation. So like your first step is to number one, start, get your stuff, do whatever you need to do, and then do your first workout. Don't think about the rest of the workouts that you have to do. Don't think about meal prepping and all that stuff. It's like, I'm going to do day one's workout and you are already 10 steps ahead of the day you were before when you were doing no workout. Right, right. <laughs> and and this applies to anything in your life. If you're, if you're wanting to start your own business, maybe you want to open a coffee shop, maybe yeah. you want to open a bakery, like what, maybe you want to write a book. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I, I forget what personal development book it was. You may know this. I don't remember either, where, but I know what you're talking about. Where she spent weeks like cleaning her office and organizing it and redecorating it and making it this perfect, mm-hmm. perfect book writing atmosphere. And then she wrote the entire thing in her kitchen table. Yeah. I don't remember where that was me there, but I remember I that. I forget. I don't want to misquote it, yeah. but, but you just have to start whatever it is. You just have to start. Yeah. You have to start and stop procrastinating. Stop cleaning the house because you're trying to avoid doing the thing that you need to be doing. I mean, cleaning the house is a good thing, but it's like what you need to pinpoint what you do when you do want to start something. What's your distraction? What do you keep? Oh, well, you know what? I got to do this first. I got to do this first. Like, what's that thing? Mm -hmm. You might have a couple things. Might just not be one thing, but like, what's that thing that you do that keeps you from starting something? Mine mine is cleaning the house. Is it? Mm -hmm. What would mine be? I don't even know. I don't know. Mine, Mine is cleaning the house because I sit at our kitchen table and I just stare at the dishes and I'm like, I should do those. And then once I do the dishes, I'm like, you know what? I could just do a load of laundry. Mm -hmm. And then between Mm -hmm. my work shifts, then I can do the laundry. And then all of a sudden it's like, 10 a.m. and I haven't done anything yet. I think what mine is, is I like to just continually run lists in my head. 
Oh, that's a good one. So yeah. many people. Just, I'll just keep running lists, but I won't write them down, number one. Oh, you don't? With, no, well, that when I do write them down, I actually start doing it. Yeah. That I will avoid writing them down because, because I don't want to do them, but then they won't leave my brain and then I'm stressed out. But that's what gives you anxiety. <laughs> yes, so bad. That's how I am. And mm-hmm. I know like at nighttime, some, a lot of times when we try to shut our brains off and go to sleep, it's, it's like all that stuff runs through your head. But I have noticed when I make a list of all the things I need to do, it becomes so much less overwhelming Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you do have things to cross off. And I am totally one of those type A people who I am not ashamed to admit that I will add things to my list that I've already done. Oh, I do that too. I'll do that too. I write, I always write workout, even though I like, that's one thing that I don't ever miss. Yeah. I'm like workout. Yeah. Did that (laughs) check for sure thing. But it accomplishing things that today. Satisfaction of crossing it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. But my thing that holds me back is when I create the list on paper, I start doing. Mm-hmm. And so what happens to me, which I'm getting better at it, because now I force myself like get my planner out. I, I can't go to bed until I write out everything that's in my brain because if I don't, I physically can't sleep. I grind my teeth at night really hard. I've been noticing. And it's just this, it's like <laughs> This habit I have of keeping it in my brain because I think it's protecting me from like not feeling uncomfortable doing all of this stuff, but ultimately it's making my situation worse. Right. It's the most bizarre thing ever. But that's incredible that you can verbalize that. Oh yeah. I know exactly what I do. Because I think, and I think that's all the personal development we've done. Mm -hmm. I think it's trained us to look at our behaviors and things that we're doing in a different way. Because I think a lot of people who do suffer from anxiety, if they would just kind of use some of those habits, I think it would really help. It really does help me a lot. And I, and I've talked about it before, like on social media and stuff, like I had suffered from anxiety so bad in college that, um, in class, like in the middle of class, I would have to leave cause I couldn't breathe and I could not physically get food to go down my throat. Mm. Like I would try to eat and it would literally just come right back up. Like I could, my, my throat wouldn't let me swallow it. Like that's how bad my anxiety was. So were you, did you see someone and take medicine yeah. at well, that Well, I point? didn't take medicine. I went to the doctor. I was playing um, division one softball and going to college. So like if any of you listening have ever played a college sport, um, it's a full-time job. Like it's freaking insane. And like I've said before, they, well, at least my experience, they call it student athlete, but it's totally the other way. It's athlete student. And at least where I was. Um, and so I was so nervous to go to practice and to go to like conditioning. Cause they literally murder you. Like it's awful. It was so awful. Um, I despised it. And so when I would about be about to go to practice, I would be like trying to eat because I had to, cause I knew I was going to get my butt kicked and I'm like, I have to have fuel, but my body would not let me have it. So I went to the doctor and I'm like, look, I can't eat. I'm having serious weird attacks in class. Like I can't sit in class. And my doctor is like something, he's like, we can do medicine. He's like, but I can tell you right now, I just think something has to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you think that is? I'm like, softball has to go. Mm-hmm. And I it, quit a week later. I was like, I just, I can't do it. And did that? Help? I was fine. I could eat. Mm-hmm. I was great. I was back to normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that was almost the point that I got to when I was teaching. Yeah. I got to that point where my anxiety was so high and it got to the point where it was just not worth wasn't worth it wasn't it. worth it anymore. It wasn't worth your happiness, your health. And that's what my doctor said. He's like, I mean, stay with it if it's something you want to stay with. He's like, but it seems like to me it's like hindering your actual well-being. Right. Right. And you know, there's that's a podcast for another day because right. I also have something that I'm so, so passionate about to to lean in on well, instead right. of 
instead of teaching, you know? And honestly, I feel like I am still teaching. I just left the yeah, classroom. I never right. left teaching. I think I read something today. It was an email. I'm sub- – I can't talk. Subscribed. <laughs> Subscribed. Once again, my tongue's half numb, so it's hard for me to say words. Um, I read this email today, and it was like the girl was talking about, you know, when you you go into some career path or something and you think this is like your thing. Like we went into teaching mm-hmm. thinking like this is it. Like I got my job. I graduated. Woo! Like so excited. She's like, but then you find that it's not. And a lot of people have a really hard time walking away because they're like, well, I put all this time, all this money, all this dedication, and I thought I was going to love it and I don't love it. And they feel ashamed. And the whole email she wrote was about how like change is good and changing directions is great. Like it's not something to feel ashamed of or anything like that. It just happens. I think so too. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about fears today and I know I had a ton of fear um, when I was doing that, you know, obviously, of course, I it's, went to- It's scary. It I is. mean, it was a big commitment in your life. Right. It's scary. And one of the things that we want to kind of tie into today's episode, you know, it's it's fear of failure for sure, but also fear of other people's opinions and yep. what they think of you. And I know, especially with our jobs, putting ourselves out there on social media, starting a podcast when we literally had no idea what we were doing. Right. Like, exactly. Like, taking all these steps and just being ourselves and putting ourselves out there, we do get a lot of oh interesting opinions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you get people giving you little digs here and there, like nothing too serious, but you know that they're digging at what you're doing. And I think the the opinion thing, it has everything to do with them, obviously, because, you know, like she said, we're, we're doing this podcast. We're on social media. We're telling people about our lives. We're sharing the ins and outs like of our fitness journey. And sometimes it's pretty, sometimes it's not. And I think a lot of the times when people project their opinions on us, it's because they almost wish they had the, the fearlessness to do something like that. But they're so afraid of being judged mm-hmm. that they, they can't. Right. And then it's almost like because they're afraid of being judged, they're the ones who judge. judge. Yeah. And truly that is where it comes, that it all comes back to that. Yep. So I think if you are afraid of doing something because of what other people think of you, just remember that because it's almost like that, that old saying, it's not a saying, I don't know what it is, but like when you're giving a speech Mm -hmm. and you picture the audience in their underwear, right? it's like that. It's like, if you can realize (laughs) they're just human beings and like, they are more concerned about themselves than they are about you. Always. Always. Yeah. They're more concerned about how they look, not how you look in somebody's eyes. So that's what you have to, that's what you have to think. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, when people are watching us on social media, you know what they're thinking about themselves. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Oh my God, I could never do this. Oh my gosh, I could never look like that. Oh my God. It's all about them. Mm -hmm. So you can't let that hinder you from doing something that you're have always had this deep passion for because those people are not going to die with the regret that you are. Like, I mean, your regret of not pursuing whatever you want right. to. So, like, you have to remember that. So, we have the fear of, a, of other people's opinions, fear of failure, and then the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And I think just not knowing what's coming next is terrifying. It is. But here's what I will say about that. That was huge when we took this leap of faith to, mm-hmm. to dive into our coaching jobs. Yes. And the the way that things are just falling into place mm-hmm. has blown my mind. Yeah. And we, the, those of you listening, we were very unprepared to start a podcast when very. we started. And I would love for you to go back and listen to episode one right yes, now. Yes, I need you to go back. 
back because, and listen to episode one. Oh my god! Because I came over, we poured a bottle of wine, <laughs> and we're sitting at, at Lauren's table, and we're like, "Let's just start it." And we pulled up her phone, yep. recorded it on her phone. We were googling how to get it live online. Literally had no freaking clue what we were doing. We posted it to YouTube. We had no idea. Yeah. We're like, "Oh yeah, YouTube's good." Yeah, there we go. No clue. So, but we didn't let the fear of starting. And we didn't let the fear of the unknown stop us. Mm-hmm. And we're on episode 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they just keep getting better and yeah. better. And, you know, and you and I are just more ourselves. And and you guys, this is funny because I talk to a lot of girls on social media who want to do a podcast. I don't know why. I mean, now that we do one, they're like, oh, my God, I've always had a dream of doing one. And I'm like, why aren't you? And they're like, well, I just don't have enough content built up. And I'm like. We literally have no content built up. We record l- every week. We get, I'm always like, Jenna, you got to come over. We got to record a podcast. We have we have to make sure we have an episode to release on Friday. Yeah. Like, and, you know, <laughs> literally 10 minutes before we recorded, we're like, okay, well, what's been going on in your life this week? What can we talk about today? And this was something that we both felt strongly about because of you, because of mm-hmm. all of our listeners who are struggling with just ripping that bandaid off and going for what you want to go for. So whatever that might be in your life, don't let fear stop you from starting. Just do something mm-hmm. and and start. Because you're going to start. I mean, everyone starts something and they're not the best at it. You're never going to. You're never. Not. And how boring would that be if you did start something and you were just the best like immediately? Like how do you become the best? You practice, you practice, you fail, you practice, you fail. That's how you become the best. And you learn. And you learn. That's the biggest thing. You learn from your mistakes. If you don't make any, Mm -hmm. how are you going to learn? You won't. You You will not. No, you'll stay stuck in the same exact place forever and ever and ever. And then, you know, 10 years later, you're going to have regret when you look back because, wow, maybe I should have gone for that thing. Yeah. I mean, like, if I would have thought that way of I don't want to start because I'm not going to be the best – when I started working out after I had my son, I could not do a lunge. I couldn't touch my toes. The lady in the video was doing abs and I had to lay on the ground and literally pull myself up from the couch. And she was like repping them out. And I would have to like grab onto the arm of the couch and try to pull myself up because, you know, I had a C-section. Yeah. But if I, and I did cry sometimes during my workout because I'm like, Oh my God, these people are just like going nuts. And I can barely even get myself up off the ground in time to catch up with them. But that was my starting point. Mm -hmm. And if I would have given up because my starting point wasn't the people on the TV starting point, I would still be overweight, out of shape, feeling like crap and be envious of all the people who started when I was supposed to. I literally just got chills because, I mean, how old is Cameron? He's two and a half. Two and a half. That was like two years ago. Yeah. That is unbelievable. I could not touch my feet or do a lunge. My belly was in the way. Yeah. And you just did a fitness competition last summer. Oh, yeah. And a year and a half later. I told you, I was like, my push-ups, I can rep them out like a Marine. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, boom, 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 (laughs) boom. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So just, we hope that you take away from this episode, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be fitness related. Right. That's just what we're familiar with. Whatever's in your life that you're like, man, I really wish I could do this. Just do it. Just do it. Start. And we want you to tag us in your social media and tell us what that is. 
Yes, for sure. And if you're not quite sure how to start something, like just send us a message. I mean, we'll try to walk you through it. We don't know everything, but it's just like, <laughs> we'll Google it for you. We'll Google it for you. But I mean, <laughs> just talking to somebody through it and maybe saying like, this is what I want to do. Um, what do you recommend? Like the first step being like, we could brainstorm with you and try to help you out with that. Cause it's probably something super simple. Right. Honestly. Right. Honestly. And you know, I think having that support of somebody who gets it and who has gone for scary things in life, like mm -hmm. I think that helps. And don't forget to write us a review because you guys, it, the review is kind of like our tip is like the tip jar. We don't get paid to do these mm -hmm. podcasts at all. It's totally free. This is complete free to you guys. Like we just want to deliver the, the most valuable information we possibly can to you for free. And so writing a review for us is like, getting our podcast out there because iTunes actually ranks you based off of your reviews. So when we have a lot of reviews, they, when people try to search for, you know, business tips or fitness tips or ways to live their best life, our podcast will pop up. And so the reviews are super, super important and we really appreciate them. We do. We do. Yeah. So I'm actually going to read our last review. Yes. So this is from Kaylee. It says, about a year ago, I met Jenna for the first time, and I instantly knew this girl was very serious and grateful about what she does in the coaching life. I recently just found Lauren's Instagram, and I love seeing their stories and reading about motivational posts daily. I'm so happy they finally have a podcast, and I can listen when I'm feeling unmotivated and stuck. Thank you so much, girls, for being so positive and motivating. Oh, I love that. I love that, too. And we just met on Instagram, and now I talk to her almost every day. That's insane. It's just awesome. That's, That's amazing. so fun. Well, and also with the review, make sure to subscribe. We absolutely appreciate it. Like beyond, beyond, beyond grateful for you guys listening to this. So subscribing is just showing that gratitude back. Yeah. So. And uh, we have some gratitude journals to give away fairly soon. So I think we might be at a hundred. Are we? We're going to have to. Oh, look. all right. We'll, we'll get we'll back. We'll keep you updated in the next We'll get episode. back to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. See you next time. Bye.